It's called wokeness, and it's a plague. A plague that places tyranny before freedom, criminality over virtue, and hate over love. It's a plague that threatens what millions have died for. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. We will fight it. We will defeat it. We will eradicate it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the least woke man in America. Are progressives demon-possessed? Now, that's just a slightly provocative title I came up with for this video. But let me, uh, let me give a background as far as why I think that is a possibility without sounding like some type of crazy person. And, I, and I'm being serious. When I see behavior and beliefs and philosophies that bring so much pain and destruction and are so foolish and even when it's being espoused these philosophies are being espoused and this which of course then leads to legislation which then of course leads to the uh, effect on day-to-day -day life of other people when i see all this taking place and it's so foolish and so destructive like many of you i can't help to think is there like some type of outside force causing all this now where am i going what going with this what what prompted this thought process in me well uh, before I say that, let me say this. I don't think that a progressive Democratic person, someone who is for a higher minimum wage or for free health care, free, right, or doesn't like coal being burned or any of those things, or is at least is pro-choice but at least acknowledges abortion's not great. They don't have the sociopathic feminist uh, idea in their head that it's no different than having your appendix taken out. So all those people in that category, I absolutely do not think they are demon-possessed or when someone disagrees with me on a certain philosophy or votes in a different way, they are possessed by a freaking demon. I'm not one of those people that's nuts. What I'm saying is certain elements of the Democratic Party, especially in progressive states where I live, have gone so far in a direction that is so destructive and abnormal from whatever we have had in the past. For example, crime. Crime, punishment, police for centuries, at least decades, okay? Put it this way. If you see a video of the Democratic National Conventions, say in the 1990s, when Bill Clinton ran against George H.W. Bush and then Bob Dole, or in 2000 when Al Gore ran against George W. Bush. You know, like any convention, people got the signs up and they're going crazy. And I mean, these are diehard Democrats, they're delegates, which usually means they're, you know, put a lot of time into the Democratic Party in their state and they were chosen to go into the National Convention, blah, blah, blah. You get it. So you can go back to videos of those conventions in the 90s and like 2000 and see these really, really passionate Democrats. Even they had an understanding. Cops, for the most part, good. Crime, bad. Criminals, bad. Now, was there a remnant within that group, going back to the 60s, who were just waiting for their time to come, and now it seems like it has come, who even mock those more moderate Democrats, those hard, uh, middle-of-the-road, maybe union, labor-oriented Democrats, because they thought they were better than them? Yes. And now they seem to have hijacked the party. And so, 
So what I'm saying is they, they have finally flourished and skewed the whole party in an insane direction. And if you live in a progressive state like I do, uh, there's stuff taking place that many of you who I call the normal and live in the normal people states, whether it's the Midwest, the South, the Southwest, etc., the mountain states, that is probably incomprehensible to you. And where I'm going with this is, uh, is the following. We had a thing called bail reform here in New York State. You've probably heard about the national news, especially on Fox News and the other right-wing networks, where literally no one goes to jail until like the actual trial takes place and then they're sentenced. But in the meantime, they are out on the loose. And I can tell you stories that are not just right-wing crazy bullshit that are true. Take, take place right here in the Syracuse area that I live in and all of upstate New York. Uh, people have stores that are robbed six, seven times in one day by the same person. Um, actually, now that I think about it, I had a podcast earlier, when was that? I think it was early summer, where I talked about being in a gas station uh, in the Syracuse area where a gentleman, I was minding my own business, all of a sudden a young kid, all bedhead looking uh, type kid, runs over, grabs a big beer out of a cooler. Uh, three women who worked at the store said, get him. One of them said, get him. And they all ran over there. He ran out the door. I didn't even know it hit me. And then anyway, but but the bottom line is the, uh, and I went with them to try to get the guy. And then he described to me, he hit every day he robs them and the cop shows up the sheriff he wanted to talk to me because i was a witness and he said oh yeah he hits this place just about every day so it's bedlam it's a lawless hell which i on my podcast always talk about i'm not kidding around Praghelia, gunless lawless abortion filled crime ridden soon to be energy complete energy dysfunctional as far as vehicles and getting from point a to point b which is a whole different story and they've created that. And so, again, back to my point, and I'm not trying to sound like a lunatic, it's one thing to have, uh, uh, you know, a difference over tax rates and how much teachers and cops make or uh, how much money to spend on the military or what stuff should be legal or illegal in, in a more benign way as far as pollution and stuff. But uh, this is insane. Well, you're literally putting evil on a pedestal. And then the second part of that is restricting the rights of innocent people. And where I'm going with this, I don't know if many of you have been following this, but in the Supreme Court, obviously the Roe versus Wade and then the West Virginia decisions were the big cases everybody's talking about. But one thing that was huge for all of us that live here in New York was the, uh, the gun case that went before the Supreme Court regarding handguns. Because up until this point... Uh, as you can imagine, being in the People's Republic of the New York, a progressive leader. We are a progressive leader around the country. Did you not know that? We are leaders when it comes to COVID. You know, making little kids wear masks until I think April of this year makes us a progressive leader. Aborting babies after they're born, progressive leader. Out of control crime, innocent people being beaten up, shot, raped, Rob, progressive leaders for the rest of the nation to watch and follow. They're watching and they're following. They're laughing is what they're doing. So anyway, so I mean, Gillibrand, Schumer, Hockle, Newsom. I mean, when uh, Lori Lightfoot, they can get in their little hunch, you know, bunch and smirk and laugh and make fun of the rest of us. You know, the type of people that do the blocking and tackling and keep the country going and paying their massive salaries uh, that no one in their right mind in the private sector would ever make for such incompetence. So they could tell themselves a story about progressive 
leaders and everybody else is laughing. So this case goes to the Supreme Court because in New York, as you can imagine, it was a very cumbersome process to get a handgun. You had to go get references from people. The references had to review. There's all types of other steps. So the Supreme Court, and I should know this, but I think it was six to three, threw the whole thing out. And it was a massive deal for here and for all of us in New York because it's such a pain in the rear end to get a pistol permit. So Kathy Hochul did what all feminists do when they don't get her their own way. She had a you know strong, independent woman. She had a massive tantrum. She had a massive tantrum where she was going to show the white boys who's in charge. And so what happened was they came up with these uh, just massive, onerous list of requirements. You could say, well, they just lost the Supreme Court. Well, it's this new cool thing now where you lose the Supreme Court and you're progressive, you're mainly emotional, you have no respect for the law, you have a tantrum, and then you do the opposite of what's been done the last hundred years where you just accept like a four, like an adult, you lost and then move on. Now we live in a tantrum society where she added all types of rules to this and uh it, it's more cumbersome now than ever and you could say well they lost yes it's going to go back to the supreme court they're going to lose again they know they're going to lose again but again in the honor of being a progressive leader uh we showed leadership and she stood up to the uh, you know, the gun nuts, the legal gun owners who make up, I don't know, is it 3% of all gun crimes? But you are not getting through their thick skulls. You are not getting through their thick, smart, educated, open-minded skulls when it comes to the gun statistics. Just don't even try. Don't even try. You can, you know, I, I you know, James O'Keefe, he does the Project Veritas videos and, uh, uh, you know, the undercover stuff to bust how corrupt the journalism is in this country. I would love to see one. Not, well, I wouldn't love to see it. I, I mean, I think it would be effective. Let's put the other. I would love the effectiveness. I wouldn't want to actually watch it. But the uh, morgues, Chicago, Philadelphia, New York City, especially on any given Sunday night, Monday morning, after the weekend rampages that take place, to see the dead bodies. God knows Hollywood, as they should, because it was an awful situation and one of the worst. Uh, crimes against people in the history of mankind, the Holocaust. We see all types of videos of the Holocaust, movies about the Holocaust. Well, there's a Holocaust taking place right in this country. Did you know that? Um, might not be millions, but it's still thousands of people living in the most prosperous country, well-defended country in the history of mankind. And in those morgues, I know it's a strong word for some of you because in this Hallmark uh, Channel positive thinking society we live in, but in these morgues, they're full of dead and, and that's not just gangbangers, innocent people. You know, forget about this whole, it's all just gang. It's not gangbangers. People came and walk across the street without getting shot. And for like a war, you know, for every one death, there's like 20 casualties. So for every one person dead in the morgue in these big cities, there's 20 that have been raped, mugged, and robbed over that same weekend, probably more than that. So I love to see O'Keefe do something like that. So you're not getting through whether it's with the morgues, the dead bodies, the dead children, the statistics as far as uh, lawful gun, you're not getting through their highly educated, smart, loving, open-minded brains. You're just not. So, which is why so many people have just left blue states. Um, the blue states, I think they're very proud of the fact, I really do in their deep arrogance, 
Um, the, the blue states have the biggest in, in, income inequality, especially the northeastern ones, because you're left with just white professionals and people on welfare, and they pretty much gave a middle finger, like Kathy Hockle just did, when she said the conservatives should move to the middle class. And that's why, you know, they think they're smart with this progressive leadership. All I know is I go on Facebook, and I see everybody I know from high school, and they're living in different states. And how could you be proud of that? It's just ridiculous. So anyway, back to these new gun laws, which are just really, really something to behold. Um, give me one second. It's just $350 uh, uh, thing you have to pay, of course. There's always the money part of it. Classes that you have to take, in-person interviews. They can go through your social media accounts. So they, oh, by the, and they pretty much made the entire state a gun-free zone. Okay, except for like your house or property that you own or shooting ranges. So it's all unconstitutional based on the Supreme Court, but they don't care because they're a lawless group. Now, but I, what I want you to do is I want you to combine this with what I started with as far as the uh, no bail, the bail reform, where you literally don't put people in jail for committing crimes, violent crimes. And these progressive leaders are the ones who care about women exponentially more than you and I ever will because we have like conservative monkey brains. But because of bail reform, there are real stories of men who have harassed women, hit women, they're out the next day. I'm not kidding. There's no, she's hiding somewhere to relatives or to shelter because he's right back on the loose. So you have literally uh, neutered law enforcement. By the way, and, and the bail reform is just so demoralizing to police. I mean, can you imagine how demoralizing it is? You're pretty much saying that you're, you're useless. All the work you're doing is useless. Who does that? So criminals, crime has run amok. The cops are neutered. And at the same time, you disarm law-abiding, responsible citizens. So, you know, Hulkle, the rest of them, as much as I don't like them, and I frankly, I don't really like them personally at this point, um... They wouldn't score lower on an IQ test, that's for sure. Are they geniuses? Excuse me, no, far be it. But they wouldn't score well on an IQ test, period. They would, excuse me. So these are smart people who are responsible for the lives of, not directly, but you know what I'm saying, influence, put it that way, the lives of millions of people. Emboldening crime, increasing, consciously increasing crime. It's one thing, uh, you know, if you watch a movie where, uh, the mayor is just beside himself because crime's out of control and, you know, there's riots in the streets and he's sitting there just beside himself, can't think of what to do, like I'm Batman or something. Uh, but he knows it's his responsibility to reduce crime and he knows crime is bad and criminals are hurting people. It just being ineffective, it's stopping it. So that's one thing. You know, it's like in, you go to war, if a president goes to war, a general, and you're losing the war, but you at least know you need to win the war, and your guys are dying because of this, and to be frustrated. So this is not a frustration type thing where uh, crime is out of control, people are getting hurt, and we're really frustrated. No, no, they are the ones creating the higher crime. They are creating the higher, consciously creating the higher crime, consciously coming up with laws and policies that create more crime while at the same time reducing responsible citizens' abilities to protect themselves. What else do you call that? 
And people can make fun of me saying demons. Like, what is a demon? I mean, I, it, it, I'm i not going to get into theology. I'm not a theologian. I always say I bet about a D minus in my Christianity. But an outside entity that comes and influences the behavior in Christianity in a very deceptive, destructive way for the person or group of people involved, right? I mean, let's cut to the chase. I'm not going to get into Hollywood nonsense and like spitting out pea soup. And by the way, the supernatural is a real struggle for me. It always has been. As far as demons and angels, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. But as far as the um, demons and angels and that type of thing, it's always been a struggle for me. Ghosts, aliens, all that type of stuff, right? But again, you, you can't help but to look at it from a sober set of eyes and, and lack of wisdom. You know, uh, demons always lead to like such foolish lack of wisdom, which human pride does as well with no humans involved. Human pride is also part of the equation here that, that we have such deep, deceptive self-righteousness where they literally sign laws emboldening criminals, worshiping criminals, putting criminals on a pedestal who have raped and beaten other people, stole other people's stuff. And, you know, it, it, they do it out of self-righteousness. It's, 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 a, it's a testimony to how deceptive the human mind is. Because in the story that they have concocted, keyword story, the criminals are all victims. They're victims of inequality. They're victims of racism. So their behavior, once you establish someone's a victim, their behavior from that point on is completely excusable regardless of the destruction it does to other human beings who you have deemed to not be victims. Never mind the fact right now as I'm talking, because I mean there's millions of people, so statistically it's probably true, during the time I've been talking right now, there's probably been a good person who has overcome many circumstances in their life where they could easily have been deemed a victim who's having a crime committed against them, which will hurt them by someone who should be in jail. But politicians have determined that that person is the true victim, sometimes because of decades of uh, stuff that happened decades or centuries ago. It's ridiculous. It's irresponsible. And again, whether it's just foolishness, deep progressive self-righteousness. I mean, the root of progressiveness is pure self-righteousness. Uh, human pride, going back to Woodrow Wilson and some of the great granddaddies of progressivism. It's a deep, self-righteous, uh, godless. They do not, that's why people with the most pride struggle with the most with the concept of God because they subconsciously, I think they want to be God. And um, you look at Roger Wilson, just a terrible person. And he was one of the great granddaddies of the progressive movement. You know, he's a raging, raging racist. Racist. So you can't point to him as far as the um, the stuff with racism right now that they're concocting. Not that racism is true, but again, you can't go about and say, create a victim class that's exonerated from all laws and any type of behavior for them is completely explainable and fine. Uh, and condone that that is not the way this is supposed to work and frankly the only reason they're getting away with is abject cowardice on our part i hate to say that but something needs to change maybe i i think maybe in the blue states now the only thing i might be missing here which is probably true is that it's so much more extreme in the blue progressive states that is in the purple states and especially the red states where the uh, there's not as much momentum nationally 
to change this. I really think people in the southern states, the midwestern states, wouldn't tolerate this stuff for six seconds. But we're so outnumbered here um, behind enemy lines, it's a different story. So, um, I'm like I said, provocative title, I know, but I at least tried to lay out a thought process here that it's not just me quoting uh, Bible verses and trying to demonize people that I don't like and don't agree with. But the level of destruction, and you can you can extrapolate that to other parts of the country, the millions, millions of young kids, especially boys, that do not leave their bedroom. It is just a uh, video game, porn, pharmaceutical dungeon that they live in. You can extrapolate that as well. Is that something supernatural that's taking place where uh, we're literally sitting back uh, letting people destroy themselves like that, and then you can add it to drugs. So I don't know where the physical is 100% part of the equation and where the supernatural takes place. I, Like I said, I do not think that people who have democratic views on certain policies are all demon-possessed. I do think that you know, when you get into Stalin and Lenin and Mar Karl Marx, I, I could give you details about that from a guy who uh, studied his life. They're absolutely, when you get into that level of death, Hitler, uh, the Nazis, when you get into that type of death, destruction, uh, just lack of remorse, guilt, shame, I absolutely think there's something supernatural taking place there. I really do. And, and again, they're anim animus towards God. It's one thing to be a shoulder shrug and say, I don't know, maybe there is, maybe there is. But they're deep, like they say, Stalin died with his, just his fist pointed towards heaven. They're deep animus towards a higher power just like you see in the far left in this country today and the animus towards people who believe in the higher power the first thing the communists did when they took over is they drowned russian orthodox priests in the river and i'm sure it's a lot of you heard the story that a lot of the priests prayed forgive them god for they do not know what they do just like jesus did on the cross and so the vicious evil contempt towards individuality uh the sense of self individuals making choices outside of abortion which is the only individual choice they seem to care about not what we eat not what we drive not all the what own guns that's the only choice they seem to care about there is something very vicious taking place there it needs to be pointed out and frankly i'm not like a lot of things i am not going to apologize for being the person that points it out okay everybody i hope you enjoyed that there'll be many more videos to come take care of yourself thank you